How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to No Alternative, the podcast dedicated to discussing business, finance, real estate, and lifestyle-related topics and stories. I'm your host, Jordan Amtan, and I do want to apologize for the delay in getting this episode out. There has been quite a few new things I've been trying out when it comes to content creation, especially with the podcast. I've recently picked up a new microphone, as well as I've been trying to do a little bit more video podcasting, working on some short films, really just trying to expand my vision almost just to try new things and experiment with new ideas just to see what can be best to maximize one the way that this podcast sounds for you guys but as well as making this a you know a streamlined process for me but without further ado i want to get right back into this this is a topic i've been wanting to talk about for a long time i've actually had this screenshot of this quote saved um probably since I first started doing this podcast, I've just been really trying to flesh out this idea and, you know, come up with some more personal examples, come up with some ideas for you guys, anything like that. And I'm sure whether you're on LinkedIn or whether you're a follower, um, you know, if you're interested in business and finance and also self-growth, I'm sure you've probably heard of Gary Vee. Um, he's a super talented individual who posts a lot of really intellectual and intelligent videos, posts, quotes, pretty much a mix of everything related to helping yourself be the best entrepreneur you can possibly be and the best person you could possibly be in that essence as well. So this quote that I have from him, it was from LinkedIn actually. I think this was roughly actually around, oh gosh, I guess we're end of August when I'm recording this. This had to have been at least a couple months ago, but the quote states, first time entrepreneurs don't demonize getting a job if you have to. And I want to kind of expand on that because I feel, of course, it's a broad, it's a short quote, but I honestly think with that quote, it almost could use a little work in the sense where it's not even first time entrepreneurs. I think it should just be entrepreneurs in general. Don't demonize getting a job if you have to. First time though is especially important to remember this because this is where, and I talked about this in the last episode related to like consistency, why it's a crucial skill and habit building as well as keeping up with your hobbies and new tasks. But being an entrepreneur is not something that's gonna come easily and you're not gonna instantly see results. I, I, know, I know that because I've tried, but as well as TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, all, all these different social media platforms that you're on every day. I guarantee you've probably seen these videos before of these guys who are like, oh, I dropped out of college. I started doing drop shipping or I started doing Amazon. Uh, I started doing stuff for the Amazon warehouse and all, all these different techniques that are quick ways um, that they were able to get rich. They were able to make a lot of money and now they're trying to teach you this. I honestly, I've tried it before. I, I've, I've watched, I've invested so much time in and watching these videos, trying to come with, up with ideas to start this for myself, to really capitalize and maximize this, to make myself some money, as well as help grow my business. But it's not as easy as it looks. That 60 second video of this guy showing him driving around his really nice cars and how he had his first $10,000 a month and all, all these different things, that takes time. And I honestly, I'm sure a lot of them have started showing it more, but I'm sure it is not to the full extent of the challenges that they've had to face getting this started. And I want you guys to really, really remember that because it's never as easy as it looks. And sometimes it is, and that's fantastic, but just brace yourself that there is going to be that learning curve, especially doesn't even have to be limited to that. Any job that you build for yourself, your brand that you're building or a job that you work at where you have to use these entrepreneurial skills 
It's going to take time to learn and it's going to take time to see results. And this is so important because I think a lot of people, when they're not seeing those results, you know, as soon as they like to, like I mentioned in the last episode, you're going to give up after the first try. You're not going to be able to actually see what could happen with that entrepreneurial venture if you don't give it the proper time. I'm sure you've probably heard, and it's very common in businesses, but a lot of small business startups, they don't even make a profit in their first year. Most likely they're probably even at a loss because of all the investments they've had to make to get their business started. That's difficult. As a person, whether you're a sole proprietorship, whether you're in a partnership, that money you invested, having seeing it be invested into what you're building, that's fantastic. But not seeing it make any returns in that first period of time is really difficult and it's worrisome. It's it's scary. But you need to remember that good things are gonna take time and you can't just give up right away. Like a perfect example is if you're just investing in any sort of stock or any sort of bond or putting your money away into something. It's going to fluctuate. You're going to invest your money into, you know, let's say I'm investing some money into my TFSA. Right now, the market isn't that great and my money is down in my TFSA. Do I look at that and say, oh shit, I need to pull all, every single dollar I have invested in all these different ETFs, all these different stocks. Just should I pull all my money on now because I'm down, because I'm losing? No, you, you got to ride the wave and you got to wait because realistically, it's going to come back up to one where it was before and this is also a perfect opportunity for you to invest in this while it's a lower cost i know different story than investing in a business but just just to try and get give you that idea of that you're not going to just get out of there as soon as you possibly can because you're scared of that loss of money you need to be patient and you need to recognize that for it to get to where you want it to be and to have that end future value goal, you need to recognize that it's gonna take time. Same thing with real estate. If you were to put a down payment on a property, whether you were gonna mortgage it, buy it outright, you were gonna own this home, you're gonna rent it out, rental rates are increasing. That's gonna be more profit over time. That home, realistically, sure, there, there's all this talk about impossible market crash, whether that be in Canada, in the whole housing market, whether that be you know, it can be different everywhere that you are, depending on the real estate board. And there's all these different predictions. And realistically, we can analyze it, but we're never really going to be able to guess when that's going to happen, right? A lot of people are scared to get into the market right now with where interest rates are sitting at, because it is really difficult to get a mortgage and finance a mortgage. If you're on a variable rate mortgage right now, it's a stressful period of time for you, as well as if you're locking in if you're not mortgaging, great, but if you're having to lock in at these rates where, you know, interest rates are just above 5% and banks are having to quote you at above 7% interest on your mortgage, that's killer. And it's really, 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 really difficult to recognize the future value of your home. One, the value in its own essence, but as well as what that's going to be worth in minimum three to five years from now. Sure, it's different in every market you're going to be in, but three to five years from now, I'm sure it's going to be higher than it was when you first invested in it if you took the time to really make this decision. And that's something that's important in taking these entrepreneurial ventures as well is, sure, it's great to jump into something, but really do your research before you get into it because that's going to save you, one, a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of stress if you're, you know, a little bit educated before you're going in and trying something brand new because you have that basis, right? So I just wanted to start off with talking about don't give up right away if you're an entrepreneur, because you might not see those results right away. And that's going to tie into the point that Gary Vee was talking about is don't demonize getting a job if you have to. I still see, I've met so many people who are, are uh, adults or mid third, like, you know, I've seen, I've met so many people that in real estate, especially 
they do work that second job because one, being on commission, it's not a set salary. You don't know how much money you're going to make all the time. You might be on a project that's going to be working, you know, three to six months out of the year, and then you might not have another contract for a couple month break, right? If you have your money saved up, great. But it can be an expensive venture being a real estate agent for sure. There's a lot of fees you have to pay. There's a lot of things that you have to pay out of your own pocket for marketing, as well as all these different tools that you need. And everyday life stuff, of course, rents, whether you're renting, whether you're paying a mortgage, a car payment, your phone, all these different things, it adds up. And if you're not on that steady stream of income, I feel like there's a lot of people and myself, especially too, when I was younger, when I was coming out of college, I, it's almost like it's a different emotion for everyone. You could find it demoralizing, you could find it worrisome and it can be tiresome as well, working that second job as well. Right. But don't beat yourself up over the fact that you're going to, that not that you're going to, but that you might need to go get another job just to have that steady stream of income. Bartending is great. Serving is great because of one, the tips as well as the hours, they're more in the evenings. So if you're working real estate during the day, like I said, it can be tiresome, but you're going, you're working, you're building up that brand, you're qualifying new prospects and hopefully working towards closing a deal. And then you can go make that set stream of income from that wage. And from those tips that you're going to get paid out from working as a server doesn't even have to be a server i just think personally as something with the hours they would work well with real estate um, or as well as any other job that you might be working throughout the day as well um, that's when a lot of the entrepreneurial hours are kind of anyways there's a lot of hard working at nights of course when you're creating your own stuff but when people are the most active is usually kind of during the day when you're trying to call people and qualify them, right? You're not going to want to call somebody at 10 p.m. at night, right? I'm sure they probably wouldn't be very happy because I know I'm not if I'm getting to call at 10 p.m. at night, right? So keep that in mind, but don't be scared of going and getting that other job just to keep that set stream of income. Nobody, nobody's worried about that. Realistically, everyone's got to make a paycheck and everybody understands. So if you got to go get that other job along with the entrepreneurial venture you're taking to help fund your entrepreneurial venture, you can't beat yourself up over that at all because one, you might have enough money saved to kind of get started, but to keep things fluid and to keep things growing, you're going to have to keep investing in yourself, right? So don't don't forget about that. And that that's one of the main reasons I found this quote so interesting when I found it is because it was something I was really thinking about at that time. When I was first coming out of college, I, I was in my final months before I was writing my exams. I was talking to a bunch of different real estate agents in the Okanagan, um, getting their professional opinion on the career, where they kind of stand. And that was a question that came up was work and how much should I save? How do I put money away when I'm solely on commission, right? And one of the real estate professionals I was talking to, she had some great advice when it came to putting money away, whether that be for tax purposes or giving yourself your own technical salary, even though you're on commission. So all this money you're making, you cap yourself at this salary and you can give yourself a raise every year, right? And you put the rest of that money away into savings or towards something else. But she also told me that you should work as hard as you can now before you get your license so you can save up some cash. But as well as if you get your license, don't don't be shy to go get another job while you're working that. Whether you're at a firm or anything like that, you have that time where you can co you can go do something else, right? And I, I want to stress the importance that I'm not strictly talking about this just for real estate. This is just where my personal experience has come with this and something that you might be able to relate to in your own entrepreneurial venture, whether you're getting into a career as a real estate agent or whether 
you're getting into your own career with something like drop shipping or content creation or media, right? Where you're on that commission, you don't have that set income um, until maybe that investment starts getting a little bit of return, right? And a lot of these jobs, it, it, it can be an expensive startup. I know, like I mentioned earlier for real estate, there's all these different board fees. There's a fee of getting your license, the marketing. It, it comes out of your own pocket, right? And that's the same thing with being an entrepreneur, especially a content creator. It's not cheap to get a good microphone. It's not cheap to get a good PC set up and all these different things. It's, you have to learn how to edit. The Adobe Creative Cloud to get Premiere Pro and Photoshop and Lightroom, that's not cheap. The, all, all these things unless you're getting them from legal sources or all these different things, they do cost money, right? And it's, it can be a, money can be a stressful thing, especially in these times when you're starting out a YouTube channel and you might not have that much of a following or that many listeners on a podcast or anything. And you spent all this money and it might feel like a waste, but you just have to kind of keep pushing and get past that fear because you invested in yourself and these are things you're going to have for a very, very long time. And at least you tried, right? At least you tried. And that's what's most important. But the thing that's really helped me make these larger purchases is remembering the fact that I'm investing in myself and also the fact that money will come back, but my time will not. And I got to try and maximize every second that I can while I'm doing this. Even if, even if you're thinking about taking that vacation, take it, spend the money. I've had such a hard time committing myself to booking a flight, to paying for gas, to making these different trips because I have a hard time seeing the point or I have a hard time seeing that money go away on something that isn't material, right? But as soon as I get home from that trip, I have that memory. Nothing's ever going to beat that out. That's everlasting, that memory right there. And that's an investment in my personal well-being and my experiences that money that I put might not, you know, it, it'll come back over time that however many dollars I spent on that flight ticket. But I, that time where I got to go to California and go see this music festival or that time where I got to go do a beautiful drive through the Kootenays, go to the hot springs, take that time for some independence. I'm never going to be able to get that time back. That money I spent, sure. But that is something that is so special to me and something that I'm going to hold dear to my heart for the rest of my life, right? And that's what I'm going to be thinking about later in my life as well. So don't forget look at it from a perspective of you're investing in yourself for your business or you're investing in yourself for your own personal memories and well-being and it's like i mentioned just prepare that things don't always come with a steady income there's not always a steady incline especially in a career of entrepreneurship or content creation it's it's going to fluctuate it's going to go up it's going to go down it's it's going to be like the typical graph image that you saw all throughout your years of schooling where it's up and then it goes down and then it's up and then it goes down or there might be a longer down period or a flat stagnant period. It's really hard to predict it, but to get to that point, you have this end goal where you just want to constantly be up on that uphill slant, but you need to remember that it takes time to get there. So don't expect a steady income right off the bat. And that, that that's also ties into what I was just talking about, but the stress, I, I wrote down a point here where I, I put, it can be really stressful, but try to find the best of both worlds between enjoyment and money, right? And that, that enjoyment thing was more or less when I was talking about going on that vacation or buying, I, I recently just purchased these these new headphones. So they're, they're a wireless pair of headphones, the Sony WH-1000XM5s, right? I saw they went on sale, which for one, they never do. So that was that was a big thing right there for me. But then I realistically made $400 wireless headphones 
No, not not in the slightest. I had AirPods. They work great still. I've been using them since the ninth grade. They were wireless headphones. They sounded great. But these are headphones that I've been looking at for a long time. And I, and I waited out and realized I listen to so much music in my life. I listen to so many podcasts. You never catch me at the gym without headphones. You never catch me walking without headphones. It, it, whether I'm always listening to something. And I said, screw it. And I bought it and I had a bit of buyer's remorse, but I can tell you the first time I put those headphones on and I listened to music, it paid for themselves. It, it's seriously, it paid for themselves. And you need to remember that sometimes you got to enjoy your life a little bit and treat yourself to those things that if you have the opportunity to just do it. Like it's, I, I didn't spend a lot of money throughout that whole time I was in college because I was you know, I, I was so sad that I needed to be putting away all this money for saving. And I still, I still feel like that. I still, I still have a hard time spending money, but just remember that you need to enjoy your life a little bit too. And those dollar signs sitting in your checking or your investment accounts, put it towards something sometimes have your money work for you, but realistically treat yourself and go get that thing that you've been wanting for a long time. And I'm, I'm really starting to be a firm believer in that because it, it helps your mental health so much and it might cause a little bit of stress at the start, but it always ends up paying your, itself off, right? I, I, another good example was one of my buddies here. He's a producer. I've had him on the podcast. It was Romeo. It was Hayden. And he had been talking to me for, you know, about a month or two about buying. It's called a push, a push three. And it, I obviously compared to his verbiage about it, he'd be able to explain it way better than me, but it's a super super intuitive and very modern tech version. It's pretty much a tablet computer specifically made for making music. You can use it as an audio interface. You can use it for DJing. You can use it for production. You can use it as a drum. Like it, it's unreal and you can use it for so many things. Comes with a hefty ass price tag. And I, I won't, I won't say how much it ended up costing, but he was very on the fence about whether or not he wanted to buy it. Right. And the one thing I told him is you're going to get so much use out of that thing. You're a producer, you DJ, you make music every single day of your life and you fucking love to make music every day of your life. You should do it. It's an investment. That money's going to come back. You're working, you work for a reason, buy it. And I'm so happy that he ended up buying it because I've seen him using it and I can just see how mesmerized he was still like he was still learning how to use it after you're having it for some period of time he was so mesmerized by it and i know that that purchase was worth it for him and i'm so stoked hayden if you're listening to this one good for you for buying that because that was such a stellar investment for yourself and is really going to help you move forward man and it was also a perfect example for this i'm glad it, I, I remembered that because i think it's a perfect way to describe that invest in yourself category right and with, you know, with that, there's also things that when you work a second job and totally kind of going back to that original part where I was talking about, don't demonize the job if you have to. And I know I'm in a little bit all over the map about investing in yourself and don't demonize the job, but it all kind of really comes back to that one thing. And what I want to get into next is the networking opportunities. So real estate agent, if I'm going to work as a bartender, if I'm going to work as a server, if I'm going to work retail, wherever I'm going to work as a real estate agent, this is a fantastic opportunity for me to network myself. The amount of people that you will meet in a night bartending, the amount of people that you will meet in night serving, where you can talk to them about their interests, you can get to know them better. And most importantly, they can get to know you, your values, and what you really stand for. 
that is a great way to connect with the community, especially whether, you know, if you're working at a restaurant and the amount of traffic you will see, it will almost pay itself off because I can guarantee you when someone's talking to their friends or their family about the experience they had at this restaurant, your name is going to come up. And even if they don't remember your name, if they didn't give them a card or anything, they're still going to remember that you worked there. They're going to remember that conversation you had. And when they think about a real estate agent, they're going to have that personal connection to that really positive experience, hopefully, that they had at that time dining out, that they had getting served by you as a bartender or by someone just serving them their food, creating that conversation. There's going to be that positive correlation and you're going to be the first person they think of when they're going to, you know, do whatever they want to do. It doesn't even have to be real estate. If, if you are a photographer, if you're a videographer and you can network yourself and share that with them, you never know who might just be someone looking to get a photo shoot done for their business. You know, it, you never know who you're talking to and you should never underestimate that fact. And you should never underestimate your skills and your talent and never feel bad about talking about that with somebody because you never know who the next person you're going to meet is or who they might know that can really help boost you to that next level of your entrepreneurial journey. And that's, Honestly, that that's something too with YouTube. I, I couldn't tell you exactly what the monetization policies are on YouTube now because I know they did recently change a couple months ago when it comes to creators. But what I do know is that I do believe they lessened them and they made more of an opportunity for people just starting out their journey as a content creator to help get monetized easier and quicker and with a less, I don't know if it's a less subscriber count or necessarily what it is. This is something I do want to look into. But I'm stoked to see that YouTube's kind of taking that step back to make it open for more people to start this journey, to make it not as difficult to get over that hump, right? And to not have as many people give up. And that is so important that such a large company, arguably other than Twitch or some of these other streaming platforms, I mean, YouTube's been around forever. This is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. Everyone watches YouTube. Everyone knows about YouTube, right? So I think that's super important that they're taking that step back to help more people get into the seat. Sure, you know, you can look at that with the contrary and think about, oh, it's going to make it so much harder now because there's so much more competition. But if your content really stands out, that's not going to matter. And don't forget about that because what you're providing to people that service you're providing at the end of the day, the most important thing is that it's unique to you and nobody else can do it like you can, because that's how, that's who you are and the way that you teach it, the way that you express yourself, nobody's ever going to be able to do that identical to you. And that's another episode that I do want to talk about is, you know, in future is how much you should charge for your services as an entrepreneur, whether you're starting out, whether you're five years into it, this is something that I struggle with a lot because you never want to overcharge somebody, but you also don't want to undercharge for your services, right? So what's what's that fine line? And I'm, I'm going to talk about that in the next episode because it is really heavily inspired about that service being unique to you. But anyways, I'm so stoked that I got to go back and do this. It, it's like I said, it's been kind of a back and forth when it comes to trying out the new setup with my microphone, um, as well as figuring out stuff with my videos content editing um the same as ever if you're tuning in if you're supporting if you're listening and most importantly if you were able to kind of get some value as well as learn something or come up with an idea from this podcast please don't please don't be shy to share it um same thing this whole podcast that i was talking about 
this is part of my entrepreneurial journey and I would be so stoked if you could help me grow by hitting that rating button and giving me that five stars by sharing this to your Instagram or your Snapchat or your Facebook or your TikTok or anything that you'd like to do. I always genuinely appreciate it and it helps me grow. And honestly, it's, it's something that is a dream for me. So I would always appreciate you guys taking that time to do that. And I really hope that you were able to take something out of this episode, as well as these past episodes that I've done, as well as the upcoming ones that are going to be coming up. I find that I'm learning a lot when I'm talking about these things, as well as when I'm researching and experimenting with these things. So it never feel shy as well to message me about an idea or something that you might want to learn about or that you want to have talked about on this podcast, because I would be more than happy to go in and kind of do a review of that and possibly do a full podcast episode so never be shy to reach reach out and put yourself out there to get that idea once again thanks again so much for tuning into the no alternative podcast i'm your host jordan avitan and i'm so stoked to see you guys in the next episode thanks so much